Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast which each week I am on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me on the podcast as a special guest. Somebody I met because of my boy, Kevin Goatee. Me and him becoming fast friends now. I got my boy, Bill Schultz, on the podcast. How you doing, brother? Thanks so much for having me, Delvin. My pleasure, my pleasure. It's, it's, it's crazy because when we met on um, Gun in the Sacred Cow, I didn't know who you were. And we I became, don't know who I am. It's a nice <laughs> question. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and we became fast friends and stuff like that. And people started saying, oh, that, that's Bill Schultz. That's pretty cool. Like, oh, he is somebody. I don't even know who he is. I'm like, all right, cool. Not that much of a person. Although I will say this, as much as I hate her, and I do, my co-host was a big fan of yours. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. I like her. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's okay. She's okay. She's okay. Uh, <laughs> As always, jo- Joanne's wonderful. She's, yes, she is. I, I, I always, I always uh, say of Joanne. And by the way, I'm still getting used to this. Her name is Joanne Nosachinsky, but she just recently got married, so now it's goddamn Joanne Goodhart, which sounds like a fake name in a Hallmark TV it does. movie. It yeah. sounds like it a sounds name. like a wife in a Hallmark TV movie, Joanne Goodhart. It's, but that is now her last name, and I'm still getting used to it. But um, I've always described her, and we've been doing this for a while. Uh, she's the little, she's the illegitimate daughter I should have aborted. <laughs> that's that's the way to describe her. That's way to describe okay. her. Okay. Yeah. As always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five minutes to get the ball rolling. Bill, are you ready? Yes. All right. Question number one. It's going to be a little intricate question. Okay. It's going to be a fun one. 1980, let's say 1985-86. No better yet. Make it, let's make it 90. Let's make it 1990. Oh, I was going to say 85-86. That was like peak kid bill. But all right, let's do 1990. I did 90 for a reason. Okay. You walk into an arcade. Okay. Bunch of arcade cabinets around. What are you going to play first? So, okay, this is a bad question for me because I, I honestly cashed out um on arcade games around super mario brothers that's fine um, that, that so doesn't like, answer i like i like in 85 86 the coolest thing was dragon slayer because it was like a cartoon video game that would be in showbiz pizza or chuck e cheese or what have you and it like no one ever seen anything like it i have that um oh I, you know what i would say uh street fighter that's that's a great answer nba jam nba jam is also a great answer yeah yeah, I have the Dragon's Lair one. I bought that one um, for actually relatively cheap. Like, it was like $300. Are you serious? Yeah. They Wait, have the, the actual arcade game? Yes. It's a stand-up arcade game. I'll I take a picture you of it. When I, when, when you and I were on Goatee's podcast, anytime you will have me, I want to come fucking see your place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. It's really cool. It's called um, iArcade. They make these custom arcade cabinets. And oh. It has, um, the one I has has Dragon's Lair, Space Ace, and a few other ones. It's really cool. Are you, I'm like having a rush of nostalgia right now when you're telling me this. Like, yeah, uh, I would, I would live in your place. And that's why you're not going to invite me, because you know I would live there. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. All right. Question number two, Bill. Okay. Let's, let's keep up with the fun things from the 80s. Early 80s, 90s, probably. What was your favorite toy as a kid? Oh, God. Do you have an hour? All right. Like, the top favorite? Yeah, let's go top favorite. Because I'm a Transformers uh, guy. Okay. You got to go on the uh, level of excitement when you get it, and then overall disappointment when you realize how little it can do. Okay. Those are two very different things. That is true. So, um, God bless my mom, man. Um, it was like... Uh, at the same time as girls had Cabbage Patch Kids, we had Transformers, right? Yes. And there was like a, a year or two where you could not find an Optimus Prime. That is correct. I and just got one. I, that's, and I, I, that's all I asked for. I, I knew how hard. I was, not, I was not a smart kid, but I was smart enough to know that it was difficult to get Optimus. But then I put this pressure on my parents, my poor parents. It was the only thing I asked for. All I asked for was one thing for Santa, Optimus Prime. And God bless my mom. Jesus, she went to Deerbrook. She went to Park Ridge. She went to, um, I think she got it in Northbrook Court. 
she was in line. She did all that. She got it. And they did the really smart thing because you know when you're that age how um, gullible you are. Yes. They told me the day before Christmas, I believe it's called Christmas Eve. Come on, Bill. Um, <laughs> that They're like, Bill, you know, it's very hard to get an Optimus Prime, so just be aware that of disappointment. And I, to- I totally bought it. I'm like, no, it's okay. It's fine. I'm sure whatever Ram Man or uh, I'd already had He Man, so Lockjaw, whatever the He Man thing they gave me, it would be fine. But at that Christmas morning, it was like uh, Ralphie with his Red Rider BB gun. Yes. When I got Optimus Prime, um, that. But then, okay, so long-winded way of saying, when you actually play with Optimus Prime, <laughs> not a lot to work with. <laughs> Let's just say they weren't as Posable back then. <laughs> you, you know, I like I said, I, I recently got this prime. And wait, like a recent old school one or the newest version? Both. Okay, because I know the the, the new the new one. New ones are amazing. Itself. Yeah, they're they're yeah. amazing. Yeah, and I because when I was a kid, my parents couldn't find out this prime, so they got me Ultra Magnus. Which one was that? He, okay, have you ever seen Transformers the movie? Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 I think uh, what's his name? It was uh, Orson Welles' last movie. That is correct. <laughs> yes, one of my one of my favorite movies. Ultra Magnus is the is the Transformer who looks a little bit like Optimus Prime, but he's blue and white. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. he and in the movie he after Prime spoilers for Transformers the movie a thirty year old movie. <laughs> he, he he takes over the matrix of leadership. Yes. Oh, I totally remember that. By the way, it didn't even occur to me in my stupid kid brain that that was even a toy option at the time when I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 that was the you, know whole... the you know the best bit about that movie? What's up? Is the theme song is sung by Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you this tidbit. Um, I had Stan Bush on the podcast talk to talk about that. I you're you're you officially have my most favorite show, right? <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. What did he say? He he, he was he was uh, originally he said that song was for Cobra. Wait, Cobra the Stallone movie? Yes. Or like Cobra some sort of like G.I. No, Joe thing? No, Cobra the Stallone movie. What? Yes, that song was written for Cobra, for Cobra the Stallone movie. Uh, wow. By yes. the way, I get why they said no to the song. <laughs> yes. It doesn't feel like a good fit. <laughs> exactly. And then it ended up on Transformers the movie. And then I think that he said they had to call him to get in on Boogie Nights. But yeah, it's a pretty cool story telling the podcast. And did it take a while? Because by the way, Paul Thomas Anderson was not an entity at the time. No, like he was. He, he, like now we know him to be the genius that he is. But at the time, no one knew who he was. Did it take some coaxing? Like, was he like, "What the hell are they talking about? Are they going to make fun of it?" Like, like did it take him some coaxing to give him the rights? Or? He, kind of, he kind of like he was all for it. But for yeah, what I'm talking about. Money. Yeah, money's money. By the and, way, and this will take two seconds. Because it's unfortunately, and I tell my parents this, I'm like, I know you guys waited in line, and I can't thank you enough, but would you ever think that me at 47, this is how good the present is. Give me two seconds. Okay. Uh, I'm excited for this now. Oh, there it is right there. Optimus Prime. That is awesome. Here, it, unfortunately, I played with it. I played with it a lot, and it is so delicate that I cannot actually transform it anymore. Oh, All I can sucks. do is have it in the uh, truck and, you know, back part thing. And, um, yeah, that's it. But, yeah, th- this was my 19, I think, 85 favorite present ever, and I still have it. That is I, awesome. I was moving my folks into, uh, they call it assisted living now old folks home. Yes. I was moving them from Chicago into New Jersey for that and they had, my mom saves everything and she still had it and she's like, Bill, if you want some stuff, take it. Otherwise, it's all going to the, uh, 
you know, the the dump. And I took one look at Optimism, like, eh, it's coming with me. Well, it's coming with me. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it, bro. Right. <laughs> Question number three. Bill, what you think the dumbest thing you ever done as a kid? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't admit the crime, right. by the I, way. Say that right, first. So let's define our terms. So we're talking like pre-puberty. I usually go from college on down. All right, I'm gonna do kid, kid. Okay, perfect. I've got so many. I've got so many regrets. I've always hated people that said, "You know what? I get no regrets." Well, then screw you. I never want to talk to you. Exactly. You've not no had lie. a life. Yeah, yeah. You've not had a life, and you've not learned anything. Um, kid, kid. Uh, we had, I gotta, I gotta uh, make sure this is quick because it's such a convoluted story. We had this stupid tree fort that we had. Okay. And, and the, every once in a while, someone would come over and just destroy it, like with a chainsaw. And so what other kid would do that? Well, yeah. the spoiler alert, it wasn't another kid. But we just had in our, na- our mind that it was Kevin Fox. It's a kid we didn't like. And he lived nearby. And... So the whole summer, every once in a while, we'd be building this thing, not on our property. By the way, spoiler, it was the guy that owned the property that would chainsaw the thing. But we thought it was good luck. And, um, and we would piss in this jar and throw worms in it for the whole summer. And by jar, I mean this thing was four gallons. Oh. the summer lawn piss. And we then proceed. This is awful. I, I still have fucking, I have flashbacks about this. We invite Kevin Fox over and immediately, and this is how I justify myself within our little group. I immediately think when he comes over, he's like, hey guys. I'm like, oh, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. But we had this guy named Richard Tyson and he was at the top of it and he had the jug and it's got worms and it's got a summer's worth of piss in it. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was slow motion. I'm like, no! And Richie's like doing his little evil laugh. And it oh. just goes all over Kevin Fox. And oh. by the way, and this is horrible, I do remember like at the either beginning of college or at the high school, the dude went to rehab. And I hope it wasn't because of I hope it wasn't because of the piss thing. Oh, I just being like, I hate you guys, and me just wanting to kill myself. It what was, an awful thing we had done. It um, was 100 percent because of the piss and worms. It was. It might have been. It might have. Oh been. my so, god! I, I I still have nightmares about it. I like I, I again. I'm I'm old as hell, and I still have nightmares about it. How did y'all think of that? How was that a thing? One, y'all are terrible detectives. Oh, <laughs> right, oh, it wasn't even that. Like that was one of many. We would dig holes and put fake like, um, like wiring over the holes and barbed wire underneath the holes in hopes that he might <laughs> fall into the hole. And, oh, we were terrible. We were terrible people. What kind and he had of nothing to do with it. Your parents it was the guy that oh, shocking. It was the guy that owned the house with yeah. the tree. There, yeah. We're like, get uh, this shit off my property. I'm, I'm, not having, I'm actually having acid reflux thinking about it right oh now. Oh, my uh, God. It was not good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if Kevin Fox, wherever you are right now, I'm so sorry. Yes. Mm. Bill owes you a beer. Well, you probably don't need a beer because you're in rehab. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I owe Bill him. owes you a soda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let, let me rephrase that real quick. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, like, I'm honestly getting... I'm getting feelings just thinking about. Oh, wow. it was terrible. It was terrible. Kids are awful. That's that. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. All right. Question number four. This is gonna be a fun question. Take a little trauma away right now. Give me your top three favorite TV show theme songs. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. You know what's underrated? And see, I think you might be too young for this. Okay. I never really watched it. But it's a great theme song. Is Saint Elsewhere? That is a pretty it's solid a, one. Yeah, and I'm not going to say Cheers. Just a good one. Uh, a different world. Different world. I really can good do one. every single lyric in a different world, and uh, like I, God damn it, I started watching it because of Lisa Bonet. 
She's gorgeous. And then remember, she gets fired the first year yes. because Bill Cosby didn't like the fact that she showed her tits in Angel Heart. Yes. Well, you know what? Young Bill Schultz really liked the fact that she showed her tits in Angel Heart. But he, <laughs> I think he literally fires her because of that. I think so. The different world still keeps going on. And they, remember, they change up the song every year. Yes. And, and it would be different. And like, and like everything was connected. Dwayne Way would be like pouring a cup of coffee to someone or whatever. And then they would, it was great. And was that, great. that was a great TV That's song. a great TV show, by the way. Different World's a fantastic show. It was amazing. Show. I bet it's amazing. so yeah, And yeah. I, I, I wish I had, I wish I didn't have um, 2015 vision, <laughs> not to brag, so that I could have Dwayne Wade's flip ups. Remember My cousin that? had those. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah, but then you couldn't do it because he'd already done it first. So it's like, yeah. Um, God, what's another good one? Different All right. great answer. I, I'm going to give you a. a, a they don't swear um, a different world. Those two great answers. All right. I, again, I think you're too young for this. It lasted for two years. Courtney Cox, Way Before Friends, Misfits of Science. I now, remember that show. Do you remember it? Yes. I love that Ooh. song. Misfits of Science. I'm not wow. doing it justice because I can't carry a tune, but oh, I love Misfits wow. of Science. Yeah. I haven't it's heard it. show better than Joe. I haven't heard of that show in so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Courtney Cox was like, every. it was, it was sort of like, a poor man's NBC version of X-Men. Yes. And they all had special powers. And they were all ironic. Like, one actor was, like, seven foot two. But guess what? He could shrink and be yeah. really tiny. Like, it was all that kind of crap. It was so... But, God, that, that, you brought back some memories. I I remember the show. It was just yeah. so... Yeah, it was cool. It's a great... And I don't know if Cindy Lauper did it, but they got a Cindy Lauper sound alike. To sing the song because it yeah. sounds exactly like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is bring back memories. The oh 80s, yeah, the 80s, the 80s and 90s all you gotta do is just YouTube Misfits of Science um, opening song. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm, I'm definitely doing that. The 80s and 90s had some great TV shows. Matter of fact, so good. Let's, yeah. let's let's make it here. Let's 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 do the fifth question like this. Give me your top five weirdest 80s TV shows. Okay, well you got Small Wonder. That's that's a great one. Small oh, Wonder's 100%. Oh, and I got weird. a great Small Wonder story. Oh, I got to hear this too. So I went to Emerson College, right? And um, it is, I saw the future and realized that it was print journalism. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's what I mentioned. But it's basically a performing arts, very production heavy, mass communications centric uh, college in Boston. I, my freshman year, I'm with Vicky. Oh! Vicky from Small Wonder. That yes. is cool. And no, it's not cool. And, it's terrible. and by the way, unlike um, my story about the piss and the worms and the head, yes. I had nothing to do with this. I had enough like scruples to know that this was bad. But here's the problem. Uh-oh. Vicky would come in and like, you could tell it was her, but... You, you don't know, want to say it. This is an awkward period, right? Yeah. And like, so, you know, Vicky was, uh, she didn't look like Vicky from Small Wonder, right? That's okay. the best way I'll put it without being mean, right? But everyone knew it was her. And okay. they knew that this was this child actress. And so what would happen? We'd be, be in like Middle Eastern studies or whatever the hell. And every single day, someone different would come up to her. And poor thing, Vicky. Did you do your homework? Oh my do you God. remember that extra cut every single day? And Devin, what happened? She transfers um, freshman year, bolts, and uh, joins a borderline religious cult, I believe, in Colorado. Damn. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. crazy. That Yeah. Yeah. That and, sucks. Uh, uh, and I felt terrible about that. And again, this I can promise you, I did not participate in that at all. Yeah. Like I, when I would see it, I'd just be kind of doing one of these. But yeah, they did it. I, yeah. I can imagine that had to be really hard for her in terms oh, yeah. of like, because when 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 you think of people getting on sitcoms, a lot of people think like, oh, this is it, this is my break. I'm gonna become super successful. I want to make a whole bunch of money. I don't have to do anything for the rest of my life. And then when you realize, no, yeah. I gotta go back. To, I gotta go to college. I gotta go. 
find a career now. What I thought was going to happen didn't necessarily happen. You know what's funny? To your point, the best case scenario of all of that would to be to do a polar, uh, a complete 180 and be like the Olsen twins. The yeah. Olsen twins were like, you know, all right, uh, Full House, whatever. And then they did their DVDs that my co-host loves. So she grew up on those DVDs. Okay. Um, you know, the Olsen twins doing whatever. And and then they just, for some how for some weird re- reason, they become fashion icons or whatever the hell that they do. They're like, they're like legit billionaires. Yeah, but they're they just, brilliant. They, they said goodbye to acting and they somehow mark. Yeah. They're brilliant. They, they, yeah, so the acting, unfortunately, Vicky hadn't figured it out yet yes. and uh, did not make that move. But that sucks. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was rough. That was uh, rough. All right, uh, that's one. That's a great. That's a great choice, by the way. Small Wonder was a weird ass show. It's a weird. It's by a the way, weird what's show. Dad doing making a little girl robot. Yeah, that is that is yeah, a really weird thing to do. Yeah. All right, give me four more. I'm gonna see if oh I can guess gosh. this list. Okay. Um. Oh, it's such a great question, and there's so many. The '80s were so weird when it came yeah. to uh, TV shows. Very like weird. Um. Okay. What was the one? Ted Knight, who's a genius, Caddyshack, of course. Okay. He was a puppeteer. Do you remember this? And Jim J. Bullock was his neighbor. And it was before you could really say that a guy was gay on TV. Although Jim J. Bullock was obviously gay. Okay. And he was like the gay name. What was the name of it? It was. I'm trying to think of the name of the show. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think and I do. He was with his daughters. Uh, whatever. Uh, but that was a weird one. Um. I would say, all right, I can't say it's weird because it's a classic, but all right. I'll classic should be weird. Because it's it's weird in the sense that I can't believe it got green lit and it's one of the best sitcoms ever. Okay. And still to this day holds up as one of the funniest. It's weird because it got okay. The Golden Girls. Okay. That is, that Especially is a good in the one. 80s. By the way, it is still hilarious. It is very that much so. shit still holds up. Um, but the fact that that got greenlit in like what was it, 84, 85? Yeah. And of course it was like six, seven years it lasted. Um, the fact that that was okay is amazing. And and it's a it's a weird, interesting concept that works. Yeah. Like I mean, and can you imagine from an advertising standpoint? It probably would never happen today. No, but it wouldn't. Okay, like uh, these are all women in uh, kind of, I think it was sort of an assisted living home, right? It was in Miami. It was Blanche's house. Okay, all right. Blanche okay. had money, and they decided, because I think Blanche was lonely or something, and she needed roommates. Was that it? Okay. Yes, so they were but, all her roommates. And then she ended how up- How was that the pitch? And, yep. but, but, and again, it was great. It's such yeah. a good show. And I'll give you, all right. And well, I'm bloviating about Golden Girls, which, by the way, for any of you youngins that are listening, you've never seen Golden Girls, Google it immediately. It's still hilarious. Yes. Um, do, you, do you remember Herman's Head? Oh, yeah. Herman's Head? Yeah, I remember that show. Right. That was a weird one. That was a weird one. It was all of his emotions, which, by the way, Pixar stole. I forget the name of the movie. They completely stole the idea. Um, and it was uh, that movie, Pixar movie, where the girls got all the little emotions yes, in her head. It's, um, that was Herman Ted. Yeah, that, that was Herman Ted. But it was live action people, and the, there was a girl that played his emotional side, and there was a guy that was the anger, and then there was the guy that was analytical, and they were all in his head. And it like lasted for like way too long, which is yeah. probably like two seasons. But um, that was weird. And it was weird. Again, I remember when I watched the Pixar movie. I forget what it's called. I can't remember the name. They, I don't know what you're talking about. They, they they completely stole the idea. Same idea. Signed, sealed, and delivered. It was Herman's head, and it was that Pixar movie. But just with like a 13 year old girl instead of Herman, you know. Yes. But um, that's yeah. So that's three um, so far, right? Huh? That's three choices you made so far. Right? Okay. Well, does this count? Because it was a it was popular. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's dinosaur popular. one, I thought was very. Oh, weird. dinosaurs! Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's that's a weird one too. A whole sitcom about dinosaurs. Have you and, ever seen the end of that show? 
Yeah, they all die. Yes, it's yes, the most depressing yes. thing I've ever seen it's in my like life. It's commentary on global warming before we even knew what global warming was. Yes, yeah. it's so weird. This happy show that I think it went on two, three seasons. It's cheery comedy show that went on two, three seasons, and it ends with them all fucking dying. Dying, <laughs> yeah. Just like, 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 whoa, this is a weird way to end this. I mean, and I guess there was social commentary within it throughout, but it's a kid show. Yeah. It's essentially a kid show. Yes. <laughs> they all die. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. And, uh. and, and see, I when I watched it as a kid, I didn't realize that happened. And somebody told me, like, you know, they all died. They're like, get out of here. That, that didn't happen. And I went to watch so it right. again. I didn't know either. I had to, I had to, like, I went into some sort of weird YouTube wormhole. And I'm like, oh, shit. They, like, yeah. They, like, that that was it. Like, I at the time, I had no idea. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm going to give you the fifth one. Because I think, I think if I say this one, I think you got to remember this Give it one. to me. Give, it to, give me yours. Alf. Oh, are you kidding me? Where is ever? Oh my yes. god! Yes. Very popular show. Man, like, well, uh, <laughs> but also Alf dined on cats. Half the subplot was him trying to eat their cat yes. while he's living with them. And oh my god, yeah, yes, yes no, that's and, that's probably number one. And also, another interesting thing about Alf, also a weird ass ending. Wait, I forget. How did it end? The FBI came to get Alf, and they took him away to have him probed. And they would they would um, they took him away to have him probed, and they they arrested the family. Are you kidding me? Yeah, essentially oh, what well, what by happened? Way, screw you for the YouTube wormhole. I'm gonna go down. <laughs> what what happened was the show wasn't supposed to end there. I think it was the second or third season. It wasn't supposed to end there, and it got canceled. So that ended up being the end of the show. Then they did like. I want to say two ALF movies to retcon it. I definitely remember like some made-for-TV movies. Yes. With him, yeah. But the well, have you ever show... seen Permanent Midnight? I don't think I have. You got to send me that one. Stars Ben Stiller. It's based on the head writer of ALF, which was a really funny show. It was okay. quietly subversive. But the head writer that Ben Stiller plays uh, was a heroin addict. Oh, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch and, this then. And the movie's funny too because, like, they can't say Alf for whatever legal reasons. And so, the puppet show that he's on, it looks exactly like Alf, but it's like blue. And <laughs> the nose, and by the way, remember Alf's nose? Yeah, big nose. Uh, and Alf's nose is even more dick looking <laughs> than the blue puppet, but. And yeah, it's Ben Stiller like going through withdrawal and trying to give up, get get rid of heroin while being the head writer of Alf. <laughs> that is wild. I did not know that was a oh, thing. Oh, check I, it out. Yeah, I need to check that out. So let, let's let's get down to it. So, Bill, you're, you're part of Compound Media. Yes, you have a great show. Morning that I was on. Joanne and I are an island in Compound Media, uh, but yes, yeah, continue. Yes. Yeah. So, how did this all happen? I know. Before you were there, you was at, you was at Fox, right? Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I, for 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 listeners that have never heard of me. I was a liberal on the show. I can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was at a at, at this thing called it was uh, on a three p. Depended on what, like in West Coast, it was on an actually a decent time, which was probably midnight. But invariably, we'd be about three or two a.m. Okay. And so Foxes basically gave us this gig and forgot about us, which is great because we could do whatever we wanted. And I will always say, I hate the cliche cult following. I hate it. But Red Eye had a cult following. To this day, it does. And in a, we didn't plan it this way, but in a roundabout way, it was the only fair and balanced thing on uh, Fox News because the host, Greg Gottfeld, he's gotten a lot bigger since then. Yeah, um, a little was, bit. Yeah, he was a conservative. Um, and Andy Levy, who would come in at halftime and tell us what we got wrong, and then at the end of the show, he was a libertarian, and I was a liberal. And it kind of just worked that way. And then we it was basically like a parody of panel shows on cable news. But I don't like to say parody because it was a panel show, but we kind of like – 
it was Pee Wee's playhouse version of a panel show, basically. Oh, okay, that sounds like my alley. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, and so even though very little budget, um, they made us and kind of forgot about us, it kind of quickly got a bit of a following. And um, I, uh, we mutually agreed that I should leave. That's legalese for the fact that I was fired. And uh, <laughs> Joanne, actually, Nosajinsky, now Joanne Goodhart, uh, replaced me. And she was the co-host. And um, she did it for a couple of years. And then this is the only good thing that Twitter ever did. So I, uh, I knew Anthony Kumi, who runs our network, because he was on Red Eye. Okay. And we would go and get drunk and kind of after Red Eye. And actually, we would have the Greg sessions. So okay. and if you've heard of Anthony Kumi, it's Opie and Anthony, yes, right? I have heard of him. Well, uh, Opie's real name is Greg. Yes. And obviously, my boss was Greg. Yeah. And so uh, Kumi and I would have, because he was still on Opie and Anthony at the time, we would have what we would call the Greg sessions. Namely, we would go to the bar right next door to Fox News after he would be on and bitch about our respective Greg's. That's how we became friends. And so when, so Kumi starts Compound and he asked me if I wanted to do a show and, you know, I'm freelancing at this point. I'm like, hell yes, uh, whatever you want. And in my head, when you freelance, you watch a lot of morning programs. So I was watching like a lot of Hoda and Kathy you know, okay. and uh, Kelly Ripa, I don't know who she was with at that point. Uh, it wasn't Ryan Seek. It was way back. Uh, like, but you know, Kelly Ripa, that kind of crap. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to do that, but I want to do it like, but on methadone. You know, okay. I, I, I want to like be like out of a Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest meets a methadone clinic. I want to do that. And dick that I am, uh, the first thing I say when they're off, they want to know my pitch, what I want to do show wise. I'm like. This is going to need a co-host. So, again, this is what an idiot. I'm like, so, all right, Bill, let me get this straight. We're giving you an opportunity, and you want us to double the money that we're giving you for another person on the show. <laughs> and so I did do it alone for the first year, and someone on Twitter said, hey, you should get, and CC Joanne, you should get the girl that replaced you on. I'm like, yeah, it's not a bad idea. And so uh, I start following Joanne and I DM her. I'm like, would you want to do it? And she's like, yeah, sure, why not? And she'd already left Red Eye. And well, goddamn, best guess I ever had. Uh, like, she was there. She was, she was just hilarious and so weird, as you know. You've yeah. seen her in action. Um, and it got to the point where I would, at that point, start having guests co-hosts because again i wanted to be like a morning show with the co-hosts uh, and um i was just having her on as much as i possibly could and i was annoying her because she's got a life to lead i'm like joking like yeah i know it's been two times this week but come on like you know you'll have fun and finally i'm like i gotta pay this chick and i have another meeting and uh it wasn't kumia but the guy that was in charge at the time he liked joe from Red Eye, okay. and he was like a Fox News fan, and he's like, "All right, fine, let's get her on board." And it's been five years. I've been That's stuck crazy. With that, stuck with that monster, but yeah, I mean, she's never tell her this, but uh, I absolutely adore her. I've never met anyone like her, and and to this day, I never know what's coming out of her mouth. Uh, she is just such a weirdo, <laughs> absolute weirdo. But uh, yeah, so that, that that's kind of sorry, very long winded. No, that's a, that's perfect. That's perfect. You know, um, you guys, I, yeah. I noticed you guys have great chemistry together, and it kind of flows with the show. And I like the feel, and I think you you nailed it. The vibe of it, like a, a morning show on methadone. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, it's kind of yeah, what it is. When, when I when I first started this show, my whole idea was like you know, one of my favorite talk shows as a kid was Arsenio Hall. Oh, of course. Are you kidding me? Yes. So I was like, let me try to do a modern version of that. When you just have, I'll sit down and just do the interviews and stuff like that. And that's kind of how I came up with the concept of this. There's really nothing out there that's replaced Arsenio when you think about it. Yeah. So you're, you're filling a gap, which I like. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've always kind of wanted to do something similar, like just like that. Now, so I appreciate your concept 
and you say, look, I want to do this, these morning shows, and let me add this little flavor to it and make it my own. Right, and like the way I looked at it is there have been satellite satellite sketches about morning shows. Yes. But we're not doing a parody. We're doing a real morning show. An actual morning show, We're not pretending to be anyone that we're not, but it's still going to be effed up, you know? Uh, We're going to have, like, puppets, uh, and that's where the Pee-wee's Playhouse part comes in. But we're going to have segments that are nonsensical. We have way too many segments. Um, (laughs) And it, it, it leads to nowhere. And um, so not a parody, uh, you know, homage. How about that? An homage that, again, is still on a little bit of methamphetamines. I like it. That's the way I look at it, yeah. And it's it's still a blast. Um, Should get paid more. But uh, I do look forward to seeing that little illegitimate daughter that I should have aborted (laughs) every day. I look forward to seeing her every day. I adore her. It's great that you guys kind of got that chemistry together and it just worked out. Oh, she does not like me, by the way, to be clear. (laughs) She tolerates me. And that's not even false modesty. Like, I'll oftentimes find clips for the show. And so, as you know, like, if you're on, I'm looking at you. I'm not looking to the left of her. And I'll look at these clips. And Joanne has, she's a good actress, but she's got no poker face. And I'll look at these clips of, like, the level of disgust that she has in her face with 90% of the stuff that comes out of my mouth, like eye rolling, just like, ugh, ugh, ah, no. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's, you gotta tell, you gotta tell a story now. What is the one time when you brought you said something that's where I just look at you like, no. Oh, it's every day. We're not doing I mean, this. Like, no, no, the one real time when she's like, nah, we're not doing this today with you. <laughs> Well, there's never any time that she's ever like, again, it's just like a, it's like a um, sort of like beat of overall disgust and apathy, but she's never actually really been angry at me, but it's just sort of like, ugh. uh, by the way, that's the best way I can encapsulate it. Yeah. More like how my my kids look at me like a bad day. Anything I say or do or how I live my life, it's ugh. Yeah. (laughs) but and then, but I will always preface it by saying that Joanne does not trust anybody, and she does trust me, and she knows I've got her back. But I will preface that by saying she hates that she trusts me, and she <laughs> hates that she knows that I got her back. She <laughs> loathes it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's really cool. So let me and ask you this: How did you meet up with my boy Kevin Goatee? Mm. Gosh, good question. Um. Me, I'm sure you know it might have been Lynette Palladino. Okay, yeah, I think we might have had her on first. Again, don't quote me on that. My memory is horrible, but um, that might have been it. But yeah, he's become a regular ever since. And like, you know, Joe, like I really, if I do sports stuff, and I really do, I have to make it something that can take that keeps Joanne's interest. Yes. But like the Kobe uh, Bryant thing with the um, yeah, that was a yes. good one that I was going for. Yeah, totally. And I, like, and she'll find the ones that she likes. But the one common denominator that she and I have is movies. So Kevin was a great fit as far as that's concerned. Yes. Um. And uh, so yeah, I guess it was that. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin's really good with movie stuff. He's, He's excellent so wealth of knowledge. For Encyclopedic movie. mind. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate him for having that kind of mind. Drives me crazy, but that's my boy. Yeah. I mean, believe me, I, I, I feel like I disagree with him 50% of the time. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we agree on. Hey, I met you on the fact that we all agreed on Last Action Hero. Yeah, that is and, a, a, a great movie. And I think that's, um, I, I think that's how, how we kind of bonded. Like our love for that, that, that type of era of movies, then cartoons. And there's so many people to this day that, by the way, I guarantee they've never seen it. And they just think Probably. they're supposed to hate it. They think they're supposed to hate it. and yeah, F them. But um, actually, I shouldn't say that. Like, for the most part, Kevin and I agree on most movies. But there'll be ones that I love, and I'm trying to think of an example now, that he absolutely hates. And I'm like, how could you even? He hates a children's and, story. And it makes my blood boil. He absolutely hates a children's story. Like oh, which a pa- one? A children's story. I don't even know what that is. A children's story? Yeah, with Ralphie and the Red Rifle BB gun. 
Oh no, Christmas, Christmas story. Yeah, Christmas story. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that is a, that is. Oh, you, you could not have put a ribbon on it more. Yeah. That I cannot believe he just hates that one. He and hates by the way, one. all right, I'm gonna do a big swing here. Okay. Hold on. See, tell me if you can see it. Do you see the lamp? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you know how I feel about Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can't. And like, I always will say to him. With half his guests, like he's got one on this week, I think that that hated Major League. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You're just being a ma- you're being a contrarian. You don't hate Major League. How can you hate Major League? But the one time I really thought Goatee was being a contrarian and couldn't possibly mean it was a Christmas story. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what yeah. the? F- oh, when, when he told me that, I, I almost laughed. I'm like, you can't be serious. I changed the subject now. I'm like, I'm not. Like, you hate America, clearly. And uh, that's all there is to it. You know, what I think what it comes down to, too, is he's a Jersey boy. And that is yeah. such a Midwestern story. It and is. I think he hates my people. He hates my people. Yeah, that, that might be it. <laughs> yeah, he hates Midwesterners. That's it. But, um, yeah, I, that that's the that's the biggest one. Good call. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so, l- l- let me ask you this: What are your plans and your ideas for your morning show? Because I, I'm digging it. I like it. No, oh, thanks, buddy. I think it's really um, cool. You know, I, I like the problem is, um, well, I, the the good things are everything I told you. The problem is that I thought by getting Joe, this little scamp of a talent that she is, okay, that she would be less of a Luddite than me because she's like one of them little millennials, right? Yeah. She knows about all the social media and all that stuff. I'm like, well, all right, now we got that base covered. No! We have, actually have a segment called Joanne Ma. And it's Joe, but aged, with Harry Carey glasses. <laughs> and she's all, she looks like a golden girl. Uh, she looks like Estelle Getty in gold. Oh, okay. And, yeah, Joanne is like, I don't want to give her the credit of saying old soul. She's just like a Luddite like me. And uh, so we're both very bad at marketing each other. Uh, she does have an agent in Madra. I've never had either. And when I was on uh, cable news, I should have done that. Yeah, but I maybe. So, I, I, I was so naive because I'm a print journalist guy. When Fox News told me, oh, well, we kind of frown upon that. I'm like, okay. Well, of course I frown upon that because that would mean I could get more money. <laughs> I had no idea. That is and a funny thing. Like, we kind of yeah. frown upon oh, that. I was an idiot. So I no really shit. Got, yeah, I never got representation. She has really bad representation um, because I do think she's very talented and they, her manager and her agent give her very little gigs to even audition for. But we're terrible at that. And um, I think that, again, it's like I'm so close to it because it's ours. I think we got something. I don't I see do anything too. else out there like us. But uh, all of the things I just told you were horrible at. And so uh, for us to, and honestly, like, I'm not talking out of class. Like, God bless Compound um, in the sense that, A, I don't think we're a great fit compared to every all the other programming. But they're very well aware of that. They like us. They, I think they know we're good. But they would give us our blessing if we were to find a, a, a venue that would be um, make more sense, right? So let me ask you this. What would you think would make more sense for you? Well, um, again, I'm old. So I always go back to terrestrial, which I think is starting to become a thing again, as a lot of other things are failing. Yes. But um, I think there's so much of a video element to us that it would yes, be it very is. hard for, like I say, a Spotify. Wondery does video, and they do it pretty well. Um, as ugly as I look, as much as I look like uh, Billie Jean King uh, the later years, uh, you know, Joanne's fun to look at. So you need that. But also we've got all these um, se- wonderful segments that we have that are, again, nonsensical, but a delight. And they're all visual things. They're all visual cues. And uh, so we would need that. Uh, Let me ask the question. Y'all don't have a podcast version of the show? Well, I mean, I don't know. They describe it as a video podcast. But we like all we've got now, and I can thank my cousin for this. He gave us a long 
tutorial on how to do this, and Joanna's taking the mantle because again, I'm old man winter. Okay. Uh, we have the show, and then we have a YouTube channel. Okay, it shows good. the clips, right? And Andrew Schultz, who's like, uh, he's my mom. My mom refers to him as the successful Schultz, and it cuts, <laughs> like, it cuts like a knife. But um, yeah, he gave Joe and I a good tutorial on how, kind of how to do that. But um, we're kind of flying blind, and um, and like it, it's weird too because like she's a lot like me, unfortunately. Where um, we're very hard workers when there is a deadline and there is something to do, but the big picture, we're both horrifically lazy, and we both don't like doing things that in the future might make us money. But right now, it's like, well, I could do a couple freelance things for entrepreneurial, like that kind. You know what I'm saying, right? And, yes, I know exactly. And, what you're and like, and by the way, that's stupid. That is so dumb. And I expected better from Joanne than being like me <laughs> on that. But she's exactly like me. <laughs> uh, so that, uh, again, another long-winded way of answering you. But I, I do believe we have a good product. I really do. I, 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 I think so, too. And, uh, I think the key to it is kind of reaching the people. So right, the people can see and, you have a good product. And it's just like, I think, um, I think when compound initially approached me um they probably wanted another red eye frankly and i'm sure uh, that they were not psyched where i'm like i want to be like kelly ripper but I, don't <laughs> think, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were psyched about that but i knew it would be awesome and i just needed a venue but i don't think they were psyched about that because they've got a format right and we're not part of that but um yeah, I just I think we need a we we need a venue that would be more appreciative of our certain particular set of skills. Yeah, you have a unique set of skills that I think it adds something to Compound, but they have to I realize mean, how to how to utilize that in a way where it's beneficial to both of you. Yeah, yeah, and thank you for saying that. But like it it has become. Um, I always thought once we get them, they're got, and I and I saw that with subscribers that initially were like, yeah, uh, not great, and like, what is this? Because again, it's like a morning show, like Kelly Rip. Yeah. <laughs> and watching them come around, and now kind of love at us, and in a format that the type of people that you wouldn't think would love us, uh, that has been very gratifying. Uh, and, uh, it, and it feels good. By the way, it took way too long. I mean, we've been doing this for a while, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been good. Yeah, it, that feels good. That feels good. yeah. It, it I, definitely we, has. We, to. we need a we need a different venue, I think. And and like and again, I'm, I'm not talking out of I'm not talking out of school because um, Compact would agree with me, I think. But um, yeah, so that's about it. But like. And I always tell Joe this all the time because she is a wonderful actress. She's very talented. Again, she's got a sh crappy manager and agent, but I want her to be happy and I want her to get that something Broadway, whatever it is. But I always tell her, I'm like, look, I'm still going to pitch the show with you and me. And you just got to tell me, just be honest with me. And as you know, she's got no poker face. Yes. Like, if you don't want to do this, just let me know. Because otherwise, I'm pitching you and me. I'm not pitching me. And so far, she's like, no, I, you know, I like doing this. Like, uh, it lets her be her weird ass self, you know. And so we'll see. I don't know, but it, it's been it's been fun so far. I'm very yeah. lucky. And I, I, I like, you know, I mean, there's so much on compound that I disagree with, but. Uh, I, I the very they, they've uh, I'm very thankful that they gave us this this format to do what we're doing. Yeah, and we don't have to answer anyone. We can just do whatever we want, and that's, that's cool. Yeah, you know, I always kind of like you know the whole tagline of the show is uniting the culture through diversity. So a lot of times when I do this show, I don't always go with people I agree with. The best way to do it, yeah. yeah. No, it, like otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's important to kind of 
get oh, that out there so you can learn and, and the knowledge behind it. I, I appreciate that you are in a situation where you know, like I don't necessarily agree with everybody on this on this network, but we can work through this. We can work together. We can figure this and they out. They know it, and like, <laughs> um, and and you know, if anything's gonna like, I think we're too far gone to be saved. But if anything's gonna save this country, it's like you can't hang out with people that agree with you all the time. Yeah, at that all. Is true. And you, you got to get out of your little umbrella. And, uh, you know, we certainly do that on our show. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. I love it. Man, this has been an awesome episode, Bill. I can't thank you for having me on, buddy. Um, you're coming on. Um, I booked you, but I, I don't have the date in front of me. But you're coming on some point in June. I think so. Is it June yeah. or July? Might be July. I got to look at my little Google calendar. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see you soon. But, uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me, man. My pleasure, bro. You're welcome Although back I'm already dating myself at how much I'm going to have to reconstruct my Optimus Prime. I'm looking at it right now after I took it off the show. We're, we're it's gonna very talk, fragile. We're going to talk about that after the show. <laughs> just, man, thank you for coming on. Let them know where to find your stuff at before you go. Oh, yeah. So, um Morning Bill and Joe. It's like at Morning Bill and Joe on YouTube for clips, interviews. You're on it uh, awesome. as far as our YouTube stuff. And then compoundmedia.com. Uh, it ain't boring. And the uh, subscription is pretty cheap. Although if you DM me, maybe I'll give you a free. So we'll see. There you go. But, there you um, go. Yeah, and I'm at, I'm at Bill Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-Z on Twitter. Um, and then look at was Joanne Nosachinsky now is Joanne Goodhart the effort she must have put in to change all of her handles on everything <laughs> from Instagram to Twitter it's uh, Joe Goodhart I think uh, you'll be able to find it but, uh, yeah and H A R T I believe yeah but. okay thanks, man thanks for having me no problem brother and as always Devil Cock Experience we are out peace.